Possibilities, a podcast for those who are ready to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive, and resilient entrepreneurial leaders. Every episode features successful business thought leaders who share their wisdom about insightful topics that help you amplify how you do business and serve yourself and others. Get comfortable and have fun as you listen to your host, Terry Wilderman, have lively conversation with her guest. Here's Terry. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman, and today is a show that I think is going to be quite memorable. My guest is a very dear friend. I was on his show a couple years ago, and now it's his turn to be on my show. And his energy is so dynamic and wonderful, and his insights are so valuable. And I look forward to the conversation today with Sam Leibowitz. He is known as the Conscious Consultant. He's a mentor, coach, speaker, healer, and serial entrepreneur. He's been in business since 1993 and has owned several businesses. His current ventures include the Conscious Consultant, a coaching and mentoring service which provides sensible, ethical, moral, and conscious ways to build careers and businesses. Talking alternative broadcasting and internet radio station reaches over 120 countries and 300,000 listeners worldwide. That's just wonderful that you have this broadcasting network. And a double diamond wellness, a healing center in the heart of Manhattan. One day I will get back to New York. I really want to see that. Uh, in his role, Sam has inspired hundreds of people to live a life that is happier, healthier, and more fulfilled. He's lectured in several venues in New York City, including being a featured speaker at TEDx Upper West Side in 2016. And today's topic is all about the joys and the challenges in the journey of life. Welcome to the show, Sam. Uh, thank you so much, Terry. A pleasure to be on your show. It's always nice to be on the other side of the microphone, as they say. I know what you mean. I'm, I interview so many folks, and when I'm on the other side, it's like, okay, let's see where this is going to go. <laughs> and, and it is a lot of fun uh, to be on the other side. It's a very different um, experience. It's a lot less stressful. Yeah. But then... You know, on my show, anything goes. So it's, yeah. you know, I just allow spirit to bring the questions in and away we go. And speaking of allowing spirit to bring the questions in, what do you mean by conscious consultant? Because some of the Awaken the Possibilities uh, listeners may not really understand what a conscious consultant is all about. So um, about... Uh, 13, 14, 15 years ago or so, uh, I I was on this journey. But I like to say the universe kind of nudged me very gently down that path to get back onto my spiritual path. And I started taking all these healing seminars and workshops, not because I ever had any intention of becoming a healer, but for my own healing at the time, because I'd been through uh, some very difficult times beforehand. And there, I could feel there was still a lot of healing to be done underneath. Mm -hmm. And um, and then there was that one workshop where, you know, they <laughs> teach you the method, 
you, 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 you pair up and you work on each other. And I helped this woman release a lung condition that she had from when she was six years old. Wow. It's like when that happened, I was like, oh, 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 you mean like this isn't just for me. Like I can actually help people with this. And I'm like, what do I do with this? I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I don't know anything about being a healer. And, and it just kind of came to me. Well, you know, I've been a business consultant. You know, I've been a business coach and mentor. I'm still kind of a consultant. I'm just a different kind of consultant. Yes. So, so that's when the idea of the conscious consultant was born, where I'm con I work with people in a much more conscious manner from a different perspective. And I really look towards the underlying energetics of what's going on within a situation and help a person to shift their energy. And by shifting their energy, then they're shifting the situation that they're in. Brilliant. Out of curiosity, what was the modality you were learning? Ah, um, it was this very fascinating modality, very intuitive by this gentleman by the name of Dr. Cam Ewan, who is literally a rocket scientist, a chiropractor, a whole bunch of things. He was the um, martial arts technical advisor on the Kung Fu TV series. Oh, I mean, wow. Real heavy duty guy. And I actually still, I, I don't do that mode, that modality purely, but I still do it a little bit differently. And I call it my own thing now. I call it the neutrality point therapy. And it's a very fast, instant form of energetic healing. It's, it's an amazing. I love doing it. And it's not like your typical lie on the table. I like have people stand up and, yeah. you know, it works very quickly and uh, it works on everything. I mean, I literally have worked with people from physical pains and ailments to psychological issues to business issues to anything and isn't it true that any healing that we do affects our businesses and our lives on every single level like people ask me all the time are you a life coach are you a business coach and i'm like i can't make those distinctions i, I don't like calling myself a life coach i don't like calling myself yeah. a business coach because i'm a holistic coach i'm mm -hmm. a holistic person where I look at everything going on in the person. So helping someone to shift something in their relationships may help them in their business or career, may help them yes. uh, you know, in their personal life and vice versa. So I really don't make those distinctions because it's all part of one life. Yes, it is. And it really is important uh, when we do this kind of work to understand about integrating both sides of oneself, the practical and tactical stuff, which is represented by my books over here, mm -hmm. and the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual, and the intuitive, which is represented by my angels over here. And when we integrate them both, oh, wow, it is really a very, very powerful Absolutely. energy. Yeah. So I'm curious. You've been in business since 1993. Yeah, I've been around the block once or twice. You have been around the block. Oh, I've been in business longer than you. I've been in business since I was 18. So. <laughs> well, you know, technically, if you really want to get technical about it, when I was a kid in junior high school, I used to uh -huh. buy the Sunday paper off the trucks on Saturday nights with a friend, and we'd go around to yeah. the bars in the neighborhood and, and, and charge an extra quarter and sell them, and I made a bunch of money then. So okay, my, so that's when you started business. Yeah, so my entrepreneurial <laughs> underpinnings go back. 50 years or something. No, 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 I, I Not it. that long. <laughs> 40 some years. There you go. And 
you know, I find that entrepreneurs, uh, people who are entrepreneurs, especially serial entrepreneurs, as you as you call yourself, we do end up going into one thing after another after another. And I do find that the serial entrepreneurs do start very young. I actually, and not not that this is a tip for top, but I started even younger than you because I had a little red flyer wagon. Remember the red wagons we had? Oh uh, yeah, 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 sure. And when I was a little one, I used to sell pepper pennies rides in my little red wagon. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I kept losing the pennies. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, mm, some mm. yeah. yeah. Oh, trust me. You know, it's like, oh, money blocks. Oh, how's this money slip through your fingers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it started young. <laughs> it's amazing how it all all of that is um, mirrored in our adult lives. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. So I'm curious, when you do work with businesses, can you share a story of one of your favorite experiences in working with a client, uh, doing the work that you do? Because, you know, our, our topic today is about the joys and challenges in the journey of life. And entrepreneurs certainly have joys and challenges in so many different areas. Right. Um, there was one gentleman I, I worked with, and, and I worked with him on and off for many, many years. And um, he, ha he, he was originally up in New Jersey, and he had this opportunity to join a company with somebody who he knew from a prior venture. And he ended up going down to South Carolina, I believe it was, and became a call center manager. And his manager was driving him nuts. He just, mm. he, he, the things he did, the, the way he talked to the people underneath, the, you know, this client, it was really a very difficult situation for him. And so as we kind of worked through stuff, what it turned out was that this manager was actually like an extreme embodiment of what his dad was like. <clears throat> and so it's kind of once we got to that rude effort and and you know there was a lot of little tactical things and other stuff i got him to start meditating uh, you know a whole a bunch of stuff but but it was kind of like once i was able to get him to see for himself and the way i work with clients i just i tend to ask questions mm -hmm. to get people to make their own realizations I, I even though i can see it clearly i don't want to give it to them and, and so he kind of came to the resolution, well, yeah, like this just feels like my dad when I was a kid and stuff. Mm, and once nice. that happened, he was really able to shift his whole relationship with him. And then he stopped getting so frustrated and so upset with this guy. I mean, he still didn't like a lot of the things that he did, but he was able to come to it from a much calmer place. So he was better able to manage the whole situation and was actually able to thrive there. And then... Years later, he, he left that company, came back up to New Jersey, and was looking to start a new venture, and actually ended up bringing, partnering up with this guy because he was a good salesman, makes a lot of things happen. So even though their relationship was very, very rocky for a period of time, by being able to understand the dynamics that was underneath it, he was able to shift it, and actually it ended up serving him in many different ways. How cool is that? That yeah. is absolutely brilliant. So one thing I know that you do, because I have been the recipient of it, is you have an amazing radio show. Yeah. So I'm curious, how did you get into radio? And can you tell us all about your show? 
<laughs> sure. So um, I always like to say I met a guy at a party. Um, <laughs> that's how it all got started because I have like no background in broadcasting. And, and it's not just a show, you know, it's a whole network. There's yes, several there other people doing shows on the network. And we're con we've been growing a lot lately, constantly adding new shows, new hosts on the network. But what happened was a friend of mine uh, uh, was having a party in his apartment. And then another friend of mine brought this guy to the party. And it was a dear friend of mine. He said, Sam, you got to talk to my friend Giorgio. I'm like, oh, okay. This guy had a shaved head. He seemed a little bit awkward in social settings. So okay let me talk to him i'm like hey Giorgio, i'm sam he's like hey and i'm like so what do you do and he has a bit of an australian accent and he's like oh i'm an acupuncturist i'm like oh that's pretty cool i like know lots of different healers i don't know too many acupuncturists and then the next breath he says but i've decided to become a buddhist monk and i'm selling off all my worldly goods and i was like oh that's different <laughs> okay oh, i don't know too many people i could say that of but all right, I was like, well, have you sold your practice yet? And he goes, no, not yet, but I'm talking to some people. And I thought, well, you know, I know lots of practitioners. I know lots of business people. Maybe I could help you sell your business. And he goes, oh, that would be great. You know, once I sell my business, I can take my vows and go into the monastery. I'm like, okay. And then he's talking a little bit more. And he says, oh, yeah, and I started this internet radio station. I'm like, wait a minute. This sounds a little familiar. Acupuncturist, radio station. What's your name again? And he says, Giorgio Repetti. And I was like, ah. You're Giorgio Repetti. I know who you are because my friend Larry Sharp has a show on your network and he's told me about you, but he never put the two of us together. And now there we are talking to each other. How so cool is that? <laughs> a week later, I'm in his office. He's telling me all about his business. And at the end of it, I kind of jokingly say, well, such a good deal. If I can't find someone to buy your business, I'll buy it myself. And we both kind of laugh because I'm not an acupuncturist. I don't know anything about that. But the internet radio station, that got me really excited. Sure. So I go home at night and talk to my wife and I tell her the whole story and she's like, oh, forget helping him to sell his business. I'm like, really? And I was kind of crestfallen. She's like, yeah. She goes, we may not have much money after our real estate debacle, but we may as well put what little bit we have into a business that's actually making money. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay, yeah, what a great idea. And so we ended up taking over his business. Nice. We brought in an acupuncturist to take care of his clients. We made a general wellness center. I had people at the time doing everything from biofeedback to hand analysis to naturopathic medicine. And my wife is a psychotherapist, so she started a private practice there. Mm -hmm. But over the years, different practitioners come and went, and we've kind of consolidated down that now the wellness center is Primarily my wife's uh, psychotherapy practice, mm -hmm. my coaching and healing practice, and I've really focused a lot on the internet radio station, which is talkradio.nyc. And you really do awaken the possibilities on that radio show. Thank you. You have so many wonderful people who are on that show. And yeah. I know when you interviewed me, and this was a few years ago, yeah. it was a blast. We had uh, so much fun. And uh, it, I know it's um, you're doing a lot of good in the world. And Thank you. so from a law of attraction perspective, I would love to hear your perspective on how all of this manifested. Were you even thinking of starting another business or was it just the universe landing it in your lap? You know, when you heard your friend talking about it, did you ever say in your mind, I would love to have my own network? I, what? When you deconstruct it and look backwards, how did this land in your lap? I, I, I you know, I, I just like the universe puts something in front of me and I just say yes. I really, <laughs> I look over my life and I, it it's taken so many different twists and turns. I never could have 
planned it out. But, but the interesting thing is, after we took all this over and we were running it a few months, I was sitting one day in the living room looking out the window with my wife and I was like, oh my God, we have our wellness center. And she's like, what do you mean? And I go, remember like three, four years ago, we went to that business conference and we met all these people talking about wellness centers and stuff. And, and we thought, oh, we should do our own wellness center one day. But we made it like this big, huge thing that we have to raise millions of dollars and buy a building and do all this stuff. And then so we just kind of forgot about it because it was just a little too much at the time. So we never thought of it. And now all of a sudden, there it is in our lap. So it, it didn't come the way we expected. And, and we had so detached from the idea that it came to us. So... I, isn't that a wonderful thing? And isn't that what law of attraction really is, is to put the idea out there and then let go of control and allow the universe to bring it to us? Right, right. I mean, that's one of the things I always say, that's the allowing is the hardest part. So mm -hmm. sometimes we have to get to that point where we even completely forget about the original intention so that then we're so not attached to it that then the universe finds a way to bring it to us. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, you know, uh, I find that a lot of folks say to me, well, law of attraction doesn't work for me. And I'm like, well, it actually is because <laughs> it's an energy that it, it works 24-7. But I think positive thoughts. I'm like, well, you know, it, it's the iceberg effect. You know, the Titanic was sunk by what was unseen. Right. You know, so a lot of stuff you know, uh, a lot of internal self-sabotage, you know, self-sabotaging emotions can get in the way of you attracting what you want. So I'm curious, when you go into that place of allowing, what steps do you take to release attachment to what it is that you are bringing mm -hmm. into you? Because that attachment piece can be really hard to release. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And, and, you know, I like to say a lot of people don't realize that the law of attraction is actually a very spiritual teaching, mm -hmm. but they get too hung up on the bling. But yes. if you listen to Abraham, there was one, there was one recording that just it made everything perfectly clear for me. And it was Abraham said that the idea behind law of attraction is you just want to feel so good all the time that actually getting the thing doesn't even matter anymore. And then I got it. It's not about the big house. It's not about the big car. It's not about having the perfect lover. It's not about getting all that stuff. All those things that we think we want are just excuses to keep us in the vortex, to keep us in that good feeling place. Mm -hmm. But actually, it's being in that good feeling place. That is the goal. So when I work with people on law of attraction, I always say, well, what do you want to feel? Not what is it that you want to have in your hands, not how many yes. zeros you want in your bank, how many numbers you want in your bank account. Yes. It's the feeling you want to cultivate from that. And let's focus on the feeling and let the universe figure out how it's going to bring it to us. Yes. And that's, I mean, for me, that's the way to get around the attachment is to stay focused on what it is, what is the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate goal from it. Well, I want to feel energized and, and lively and, and, and supported and this and that. And, and it's like, that's what we need to focus on. What are those feelings we want to cultivate? Then we cultivate those feelings and then the stuff just comes to us even without us having to necessarily be so specific about it. And because those feelings are energy, 
and the that vibrational energy can be really big or it can be really low high vibrational energy is just so enrolling to what it is that we want but it is about letting go of control and i do want to mention to our awaken the possibilities audience that who Abraham is. Mm. I know who Abraham is. And a lot of our spiritual teachers, a lot of and, and a lot of our teachers who who don't um, say that they're spiritual, but they're out there. They follow Abraham. So can you share, uh, sure. Sam, who Abraham is and how Abraham shares the message? Sure. So if anyone's heard him, I'm sure most of your listeners have heard of the movie The Secret. So the secret actually came about because this woman, her name is Esther Hicks, she was, is a channel and she channels this, she calls them a collective of beings that just pick the name Abraham. And, uh, and this started for her actually after her and her deceased husband, Jerry, had actually never even met Jane Roberts, but were looking to meet Jane Roberts and they found out she had just passed away. And they had studied her material and some of her, and she they worked with somebody who worked directly with jane roberts and it was after that that esther started to uh, be a, a, a clear conscious channel and so she was shocked at first she had a real yeah. real hard time with it absolutely yeah she thought she was crazy going crazy she was possessed jerry, I that drill. <laughs> like jerry was like yeah tell me more oh let me ask you this let me ask you that you know he was the one who really drew it out of her so yeah. they do the, uh, I mean, she still does it, but they did cruises. You know, they would go around and speak in different places. They have tons of videos on YouTube. Yes, um, but Rhonda Byrne, who's the woman who produced The Secret, she got the idea because she was on one of Esther Hicks's cruises one time. And then she went around looking for all kinds of people to talk about Law of Attraction, which at the time, no one really knew what Law of Attraction was. Right. They would just kind of make up as they go along. And in the original, original like director's cut version of the movie, there is a piece at the beginning of Esther channeling Abraham, which yep. when they mass marketed it, they felt it was too controversial, mm -hmm. so they cut it out. Right. Um, but actually, that whole everything that comes from the secret actually all started with Abraham. With Abraham, that's exactly right. And. There are some of the videos are just fantastic that are on YouTube. So there's a lot of free information out there um, to help you shift from low vibrational energies to high vibrational energies just by listening to Abraham. So thank yeah. you so much, Sam, for bringing Abraham front and center in Law of Attraction because the uh, people like Jack Canfield, Dr. Mm. Wayne Dyer, those are two mm -hmm. examples of folks who listen to Abraham and have worked with Abraham. Yep. So, and I've actually been, and I'm sure you have in New York, I've been to several of, of uh, the workshops. Yes. Uh, yes. One of them was in Boston, and it is a riot to see her yeah. in action. She oh, is, yeah. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. It a lot really, of really is. And her workshops are standing room only. Yep. They sell out the moment they hit the website. Bam. Yep because the information is so spot on and so, um, as she says, tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And now, like most people, she's doing things live stream. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's a lot of access. You don't have to travel to, to, to see her anymore. But yeah, there's tons of videos. I love Abraham. Uh, Matt Kahn is another one. He's a spiritual teacher I learned about about 
five, six years ago, and he's a very, very heart-centered spiritual teacher. So I love, yes. and he put, also puts out tons of videos on YouTube. I love his videos. And that, how do you spell that name? Matt Kahn, K-A-H-N. Cage. I've not heard of Matt Kahn. Not heard no, of Matt Kahn. Oh. No, I'm going to have has, to look him up. Look him up. The, this is a slightly older video, but it's one of the original ones that mm -hmm. got him really going. Is um, uh, The Love Revolution. If, no. if you go to YouTube, type in The Love Revolution, get all about him. Okay. But he's all about being heart-centered, but in a very practical, kind of grounded way. And, a, and he's all about, like, consciousness and 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 nice. being more forgiving of ourselves and and that how everything is really here to serve us he, he's written some books lately whatever arises love that and um nice. uh, couple and a couple of others i can't remember all the titles but i i really like him too and he's kind of spoiled me because he's so heart-centered that when i listen to other spiritual teachers i'm like never not mm. enough heart-centered for me <laughs> got it and speaking of books, I understand there's a book for you on the horizon? Yes, yes. I'm finally coming out with my first book after a lot of support and, and uh, some people really uh, nagging me on to take. I, I write a, a weekly blog, which I've been writing for four or five years now, and, and people really love it. And so they, a few people have really been like, oh, this is really great. You should write a book. You should get this published in a book. So I'm working with an editor where we've trimmed things down, um, but I had like over 300 blog posts. We're trimming it down to nice. 200 and something. I forget what the number is. It's seven times 18, whatever that number is. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, 150 something. Uh, but but uh, it's called Everyday Awakening. Actually, you know what? You, you really have the honor. I haven't even announced it on my own show yet. So this is... Like Yay. the first place, I'm actually announcing it. Whoops! Um, I can't in the final stages of editing, and I'm planning to launch the uh, end of September, beginning of October. I have to find a good launch date. I'm going to talk to a friend of mine who's an astrologer to pick a good date. Very nice. Oh, Sam, I'm so happy for you because I know that whatever it is that you put out there is just absolutely brilliant. I've experienced it. So I hope the Awaken the Possibilities audience is front and center when it's time for you to launch the show. And actually, this show is probably, if you're saying the fall, this show is going to be right about the time that your book's going to be going oh, out. So there we wonderful, go. Yes. Wonderful. This well, look for it on Amazon, Everyday Awakening. Everyday Awakening by Sam Libowitz. How fantastic is that? Well, Sam, I want to thank you so much for being here today. As always, chatting with you is just an absolute blast. It's always inspirational. I always leave our conversations with a big smile from mm -hmm. ear to ear because you really are heart-centered and you really do want to help the world and humanity in such a big way. And I want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you for being here on Awaken the Possibilities. And by the way, how can they get a hold of you? We know the thank book is going to be on Amazon. book is going to be on Amazon. Um, and uh, my website is www.theconsciousconsultant.com. And if you go there, I may have a different audio at the time, but right now I have an audio up there the, for, to help you uncover your unconscious blocks to abundance. Um, nice. So if you, you click on the little banner on top and you sign up for my mailing list, 
you'll get a link to that uh, free download. So a little gift to your audience. Excellent. And to my Awaken the Possibilities audience, you know you can find out more about what I do on intuitiveleadership.com. Intuitive Leadership University offers lots of self-study courses to assist you to grow from the inside out so that you can lead with trust, honor, respect, integrity, loyalty, and love a fellow man. We offer coaching sessions and VIP sessions to assist you in your evolution. So until next time, I wish you so much success and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Visit our website at awakenthepossibilities.com to subscribe to listen and rate our podcast on your favorite platform, such as YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Cashbox, and more. For events, business, mindset, and leadership coaching services and courses, visit our website at intuitiveleadership.com. We look forward to sharing more insightful episodes and wish you much success in your business and life.